Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Weekly Market Wrap. It's the 4th of June, 2018. What's on the agenda today? We'll discuss the latest developments on trade. We'll have a look at what is going on in Italy. And we will highlight why we are overweight U.S. stocks. So protectionism has flared up again. This time, it's not just China in Washington's crosshairs, but Europe as well. Trump has decided to let the exemptions on steel and aluminium tariffs expire. And thus, tariffs are now effective. 25% on steel, 10% on aluminium. So how big of a deal is this? It is, of course, not ideal. It strains the relationship between traditional allies and further calls into question the foundations of the global trading system. But having said that, we should not be overly concerned for the time being. For one, in terms of economic impact, this is minimal. Looking at metals production across the European Union, it accounts for less than 0.5% of the single market economy. At the same time, a number of exceptions can be made depending on what kind of steel we are talking about. So not all production will be affected. Then what about the retaliation against U.S. goods? Well, some of these have been hinted at. We are talking about goods such as bourbon, peanut butter, motorcycles. So not ideal if you're going through a midlife crisis and want to buy a Harley Davidson. But these are small and niche industries, meaning that the overall aggregate macroeconomic impact will be small. Bottom line, we can't deny that protectionism is a growing risk. But in terms of severity and level of impact, it is unlikely to hurt as much economically for now. This is definitely not like the 1930s, where you saw tariffs going up across the board, often more than 40%. So not ideal here, but not a disaster either. So let's turn our attention to Italy. First of all, what on earth has been going on here? It's been all over the place over the last 10 days or so. Well, at its core... This is about the rise of two populist parties, as we have been discussing, the Five Star Movement and the Lega Nord, and what can happen when they come to power. And it's been a real drama over the last week with lots of twists and turns. First, it looked as though that they would form a government. Then the president intervened and the coalition was off again. But a last-minute agreement was reached at the end of last week, and now we do have this populist coalition assuming power in Rome. So what is this populism all about and why are markets concerned? It's a lot of the usual stuff, the xenophobia, being anti-foreigner, nationalism and all the rest of it. But more importantly, this is about a big fiscal program and a more confrontational stance towards Brussels, all of which makes investors naturally a bit more anxious. And we are talking about the Eurozone's third largest economy here. Italy is not Greece. It is much more important. So those are the concerns. Where are we likely to go from here? Well, in our view, the worst case scenario of Italy actually entering a full-blown fiscal crisis and tumbling out of the European Union is still extremely unlikely. Why do we say this? Well, the key point to remember is that there's still a majority of support for the euro in Italy. Maybe not as high as in other countries, but being really anti-Europe does not fly with the majority of the population. Then we also have the disciplining mechanism of the bond market. If these populists push too hard on this fiscal craziness and being anti-Brussels, yields will rise significantly in Italy. This will hurt the banks and thus the economy will be in significant pain. And we mean significant, 
Thus, it is unlikely that they will be able to take this pain. So our view here is that the ultimate disaster is very improbable, at least now in the short to medium term. But having said that, uncertainty is on the rise and we will likely see a fair amount of volatility in Europe as we approach this new government. And this is part of our reasoning for being underweight European equities. Now, while the European outlook has deteriorated, the US has improved in recent months. And the latest labor market report out last Friday confirms this trend. The US economy managed to add another 223,000 new jobs for May, while the unemployment rate ticked down again, now standing at 3.8%. Wage growth, although not as high as one might expect at this stage of the cycle, is also gradually moving up, all of which means that the consumption backdrop continues to improve. Gauging by consumer confidence indicators, people are feeling increasingly optimistic about their futures in the United States. Beyond the labor market and this supportive consumption backdrop, the U.S. economy is also seeing rising investment spending, confirmed by the recent Q1 earnings season, during which many companies signaled their intentions to invest. And in fact, when looking at the corporate earnings fundamentals, the case has moved firmly towards the United States, where we are seeing truly stellar earnings growth. Tax cuts are helping, but this is also about rising revenue growth related to the stronger economy that I just highlighted and still relatively subdued input costs. In other words, an overweight in U.S. equities now makes sense in our view at the expense of European allocations. Also underscored by the fact that U.S. exposure also acts as a stabilizer against risk in Europe, largely through the behavior of the dollar. Finally, for those that get more granular, small caps in the U.S. are especially interesting currently. Investing in small caps means benefiting more directly from the upturn in U.S. economic growth, as the bulk of sales in this space is generated domestically compared to the high international exposure found in the large cap indices. Moreover, in connection with this, investors would be more insulated from the effects of a stronger dollar and also less exposed to international risks such as rising protectionism. So U.S. small caps are also interesting. But with that, I will leave you to it. Have a fantastic day and have a great week ahead. Please go to nordiaprivatebanking.com slash podcast dash disclaimer to read a legal disclaimer applicable to this podcast. Mm-hmm.